You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 178, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here today. Episode 178, as sometimes happens when She Runs the Show, I start off thinking I'm going to talk about one thing on an episode and then intuition takes over. And so today's episode is a total uh, intuition takes over episode, which is why episode 178 is called Nobody's Got Their Life Together. You're Enough. So, you know, there was a time in my business when I was first starting out as a life coach where I thought, and this is, I'm saying this is probably 2007, 2008, where I really felt like an imposter. I really felt like, okay, you know, back in 2007, I was going through this super messy divorce and then a three-year custody battle and going through all of these major downs. And I was coaching specifically women at that time with how to get their lives together. And my life was a hot mess. Like I have hot mess days now, but I don't have hot mess weeks, months, or years. And from 2007 to probably about 2010, I was experiencing a a hot mess life like 24 seven. And so I remember back then really feeling like, um, in addition to at that time only being 29, right? So combine the, the still being in my twenties and feeling like maybe I haven't lived enough with the going through a really bitter divorce and a really bitter custody battle. And I just, I was coaching people, but I wasn't in my full power because I just felt like, how can I help people when my life is such a mess? Can you relate to that? How can I help people? How can I help people when I'm not perfect? When, um, everything's not perfect? When in fact everything is so far from perfect, I, I struggle getting through the day. And so I felt in 2007 so much like an imposter. And I think all entrepreneurs at some point deal with imposter syndrome, but I really, and a lot of it was coming from the fact that I didn't know how to leverage the wisdom of my life to impact other people's lives. I didn't understand the power of not being perfect and the power of having a hot mess life and being totally present with it and using that to have compassion and care for the people that, um, that I coached at that time. And I, and I tell you that story because, um, I, in the 10 plus years since, one of my biggest life lessons, both for life and business have been that, um, we're all, a hot mess. Like we all are. And we all have seasons of our lives where life is just la vida loca, nonstop for a period of time. And we have days where it's like that. We have hours where it's like that. And we never know when we're going to be going through some drama, some mess, some trauma, and some other things. And so if we are building a business or we're choosing to engage in a business in such a way that we say, when I... <clears throat> When, when my life is perfect, then I'll completely show up in my business. Or when I feel like I'm enough, then I'll completely show up in my business. You miss your entire life and you miss your entire business. And the reason why you miss all of those things is because you aren't tapping into the wisdom of the things you're going through. And I want you to really think about that. There is wisdom 
contained in every hot mess situation of your life. There, there are so many, you become a stronger person and you become a far more powerful entrepreneur with every shit storm you go through. And yet when we're in a shit storm, we, we use the shit storm to feel, to, to give ourselves blame, guilt, shame. You add on whatever, you know, I call it the blame, shame, guilt game. You add on whatever you want to it, but we, we use what is really a powerful tool for change for both us and the people we serve in our business. We use it against ourselves. We use it against us and it doesn't make any sense. Like I think about it now and I go, man, 2007 was such a powerful place from, from, for me to be a coach. I mean, when you're dealing with something like a bitter divorce and a bitter custody battle, you have so much compassion for what people go through, for the things that people are working on healing from that they never talk about. You have so much compassion and the tough times give us perspective and the traumatic times give us the ability to help other people heal through trauma. And yet so often when we're in the middle of those things and we feel like, okay, I've got my own psychological trauma. I need to figure out myself. I don't feel like enough. We think that those are signs of weaknesses and that that, what that means is we're not equipped to be in business and to help other people because we haven't fully, I have quotation air quotes with that. We haven't fully helped ourselves. That's total and complete bullshit. Here's the truth. If you want to just get real with the reality of the situation, nobody's got their life together. You're enough. And here's the thing I want you to think about because I, I really think that so much of the self-sabotage that we do in business, the listening to our inner critics, so much of that is because we go on social media and we see people with perfect lives, seemingly, um, and, and people portray seemingly perfect lives, knowing they're lying through their teeth as they're posting their photos on Instagram. We, we look at what other people are doing and we say, man, so-and-so has the best marriage and so-and-so has the best life. And look at that, that entrepreneur must be making seven figures and, you know, and, 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 and they have these morning rituals and these evening rituals and they're hustling hard and they, they never fail. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. What all of us, and I'm going to put all of us, what all of us post on social media is what we're okay with letting people see. Let me say this again, because this is deep if you let it sink in. What all of us post on social media is what we're good with letting other people see. Now, some people are more vulnerable on social media than others. Some people don't mind putting all their business out in the street in social media. If you've listened to enough She Runs a Show, you know I'm not on board with that. I don't think you put all your business out in the street because something should be private, but some people are good with that. And as entrepreneurs, they put all their business out in the street. But please keep in mind that all you're seeing is what that person wants you to see, which means there is probably a big piece of their life that you don't know about. You don't know um, 
the addictions they have, the trauma they're going through, the losses they're experiencing in the moment. You don't know how hard they work in sweatpants with their hair up in a bun. You have no idea the inner turmoil that they might be going through of feeling not good enough within themselves. We all go through stuff that we don't talk about publicly. So if you're having a moment where your inner critic, which is why I created the course, Fire your inner critic level one because your inner critic does a good number on you to convince you that you're not enough. If you're in a place where you are building this business and you're working on it, but your inner critic is constantly reminding you that you aren't credible in business, that you don't have what it takes to be successful in business, that nothing you do will ever be good enough because you aren't perfect enough, your life isn't solid enough, you aren't good in at home, at work, like... If your inner critic is just pointing out all of the flaws within you, there comes a moment where you need to have a get it together talk with your inner critic and you need to say to your inner critic unapologetically, listen, nobody's got their life together. I'm enough. Because that's what's true. Nobody's got their life together. I don't care. I I mean, I can't. I'm not even going to details, but I'm going to tell you, I see so many people on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat pretending like they're not in pain, faking a life that they don't actually have, um, posting as if everything is perfect, their relationship is perfect, their money is perfect, their cars are perfect, their clothes are perfect. Listen, do you know, most of the week, my hair spends at least till 2 p.m. in a rag with curlers. And when I tell you curlers, I don't like, you know, curlers that you buy in the store. My Haitian grandmother taught me when she lived with us for a few years how to take uh, garbage bags, paper bags, and twist them into curlers and curl your hair beautifully. And even at 41, I still prefer to curl my hair the old-fashioned way. That way, I use, you know, my printer paper, not paper bags, because I don't get paper bags. But I digress. Um, most days, my hair is under a do-rag in curlers till like at least 2 p.m. At least. Sometimes I have to do an FB Live in the morning, and that's not the case. But most of the time, you're going to see me in black workout pants and some workout shirt, especially if I'm working out early in the morning, and no makeup, because I I have shit to do. Like, I have stuff to do. And most people don't show you that on social media. They don't show you that their life isn't this glam, um, I don't know, filtered um, life. And so I want this episode to hit home with you because I want you to understand that a filtered life will not bring you business. I I don't care what anybody else says. A filtered life will not bring you business. A filtered life is a fake life. And a fake life is a life that people cannot resonate with on a deep level. And so you may get a few clients that way. You may sell some product um, portraying this image that you think other people want. But at the end of the day, when somebody is on the floor and they absolutely need transformation, they're not going to go to the filtered person. They're going to go to the real person. They're going to go to the person who says that person has shit storms and bad days and hot mess weeks and months and years, just like me. They get me. They will not judge me when I go to them. Um, they will trust your product because you have no problems when your product screws up 
or when you ship out something to somebody that is totally messed up, you have no problems coming out on social media and saying, I am so sorry, guys, the shipment that just went out completely tanked. I'm working on it. Please be patient with me. People resonate with the truth. They resonate with the truth. And so if you're in your business or if you're in the stage of business where you're trying to build your brand and build your following and reach your tribe and make a ton of money, and you think that the way to doing that is to be perfect and bulletproof, or you think the way to doing that is to portray an image that gets it right every single time, that is Johnny on the spot, always on there, always on, you're wrong. You're wrong because... That isn't real to people and they feel fake. Let me say that again. People feel when you're being fake. They feel fake. So if you think that your filtered life and your filtered image and your filtered approach to business isn't something that your tribe doesn't feel and sense from you, you are underestimating your tribe. And here's where the gold is in terms of building a business. I want you to stop stopping yourself from doing what you need to do every single day in your business because you think you're not good enough, because you think you need another degree, another credential, another certification, you need to go to another conference. I Don't even get me started on the people who just conference hop their whole business life away thinking that they're doing something because they're at every single conference you can imagine. Listen, networking is important. Connection is real. Let me say that again. Networking is important. Connection is real. So if you think that you have to go to every BNI and every conference and every entrepreneurial summit and every podcasting summit and every other thing, and you are doling out money you don't have to go to conferences you don't need to say you are networking when you're actually not creating deep relationships with people, you are putting your efforts and your energy in the wrong direction. You know what you could be doing that would serve you so much better? You could be sending out a daily email to your tribe that is deep and powerful and profound and from your heart to theirs. You could be uh, connecting with the people who like your Facebook page and one by one individually messaging them and asking them if they, if they have any questions for you, if you could jump on a Skype call with them. You could be writing blog posts that literally move people to action and transform their lives with one blog post. You could be creating a YouTube channel with such powerful content that people subscribe because they know that you are showing up specifically for them. You could be spending all your hours doing that kind of deep connection work, and instead you're flitting all over the globe, going to conferences, snapping photos to put on Instagram so you can tell other people that you were at this event and that event and this event. Listen, if you're part of a mastermind... And it's a, a core group of people and you guys come together four times a year in California or New York or, or wherever, Austin, and you guys are a tight-knit group that come together in Napoleon Hill's traditional definition of a mastermind that's super powerful. I will never undercut a mastermind because there is power in being a part of a mastermind. However... If you're going to event after event so you can feel like you're an entrepreneur, if you're doing things and and portraying images of yourself on social media so you can feel like a CEO, 
so you can look like a CEO, then that tells me that you're more interested in filtered and fake than real and connected. And that already tells me where your revenue is going to go long term. So here's what I want to say. There comes a moment where you, you have to stop the inner critic from convincing you that who you are in this moment is not enough to be in business. You're exactly enough to be in business. You're exactly who you need to be to impact the tribe you need to impact. And here's the other piece I really want you to get. When you start to look at other entrepreneurs and you see what they're doing and they're in, you know, I can tell you the number of entrepreneurs who post pictures that they're in Bali. I don't give a crap about Bali. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, let's not get too expletive here. I don't give a crap about where you are in this moment. I don't care if you're in Hawaii as an entrepreneur. I don't care if you're in Bali. I don't care. None of that matters. Here's what matters to me. Are you giving your whole heart to your tribe? Are you serving them with everything that you've got? Are you doing the damn work? all the time, 24-7, seven days a week? Are you pouring your heart into everything that you do? I don't give a crap if you're in Ohio or you're in Fiji. What are you doing when nobody's looking? And are you, do you believe enough in you that you're putting everything on the line? That's what matters to me. And at the end of the day, you got to get to a point where you say, I am going to stop stopping myself. I'm going to stop playing small in my business. I'm going to stop sitting on the sidelines because I think I need another credential or certification. You know, I see a lot of people who think because they're going through shit, they can't build a business. Do you know when is the best time to build a business? When you're going through shit. When you're going through that messy divorce. When you're, you know, your back is against the wall. You just lost your day job. When you are going through pain, you understand pain. When you are going through things, you have inner turmoil and you know your self-esteem is not where it needs to be and you're trying to figure out how to do your own deep healing work. Let me just put a disclaimer. We will always be doing our own deep healing work. That does not end until you stop breathing. So if you're using doing your own deep work as an excuse for why you can't do what you need to do in your business. Here's what I'm going to say to that. There is a time when you need to do the deep healing work so you can work on your business. That's different. Sometimes, and I experienced this in going through a really bitter divorce. I just, I could not, I could not be fully present in my business while I was going through that really bitter divorce and custody battle because I was in so much pain. That, and I was on the floor so much that I had my, all my energy had to go into lifting myself back up. I had, I had to focus on lifting my, I had to do it because I, I was barely breathing. So what I'm saying is if you're in a season where you are in so much pain and you have so much inner turmoil that you can barely breathe. Yes, you take a break from business. You work on the deep healing work because there is no business unless you can breathe. There is no business. But that isn't most people. And that will not be most of your life. I see far too many people do the deep healing work in seasons when they can't breathe, come out of that season having done the deep healing work, and then look at themselves and go, but I still don't feel like enough. And I still don't feel like... And, I, and so they're searching for something outside themselves and they're using every excuse for why they can't build their business when the truth is... You're going for fake and filtered. You're not going for real and connected. 
And at the end of the day, you have to say to yourself at some point, is this an excuse I'm making so that I stay small so eventually I can be bitter and blame other people for why I didn't ascend to the level of business I knew I was capable of because I'm the one holding myself back. You know, a lot of us are really committed to telling a victim story. We've gotten a lot from that victim story. We've gotten um, sympathy. We've gotten attention. We've gotten people to care for us. There's a lot of payoff to a victim story, but you will never have a life if you're living a victim story. You'll never have a life. You will never experience true joy, true bliss, true success if you, if you are stuck and tied to your victim story. So what am I saying at the end of the day? I'm saying if you need to do deep healing work for a time, for a season, and when I say a season, I'm talking about um, it could be six weeks. It could be six months. It, it, beyond six months, I have a hard time justifying that. But it could be for a number of months. Do the inner healing work if you're in a place of turmoil and pain that you need to do so you can get up off the floor and you can go wholeheartedly into your business. Outside of that deep healing work, I'm going to call a thing a thing and tell you that if you have been lurking in the corner of your business, if you've been showing up half-ass in your business, if you've been doing enough to feel like an entrepreneur, but not enough to give your whole heart to your tribe, then you need to have a get-it-together talk with yourself, and you need to get very clear on this business-building thing has nothing to do with being perfect and everything to do with being real, and it has nothing to do with looking what other people are doing, because they're only showing you what they want you to see. You don't really know what's going on in their lives. You don't really know what's going on in anybody's life. And at the end of the day, I want you to just embrace the humanity that is in all of us. Nobody's got their life together. You're enough. Right where you are, right as you are, giving your whole heart, you are enough. You are more than enough. And anytime you start to doubt that, you need to second guess the social media fake filtered images you are seeing from other people. You need to remind yourself that they're just showing you what they want you to see. You have no idea what goes behind, goes on behind closed doors. No clue. Because at the end of the day, nobody's got their life together. They just want you to think they do. And since none of us have our life together, we're all enough, right where we are, in the hot mess situations we're in, we're all enough. The moment you understand that, you will begin to put your whole heart out there in everything that you produce and all the content that you produce, and you will actually become so much more powerful in business. You will resonate with the people who are meant for you. You will attract a massive tribe. You will build a solid audience. Your business over time, right? Like let's go. We're like, okay, let me get this and jump into it. Ooh, there was my alarm. Excuse that. Um, you will, you will dive into your business so wholeheartedly that over a period of years, I'm saying years because I don't want anybody to get this twisted and like have this get it together talk and expect, you know, uh, $5,000 just pop into their bank account overnight. It doesn't work that way. It takes time. You will get to a point when you embrace this idea that nobody's got their life together, you're enough. You will get to a point where you finally say to yourself, 
Like it doesn't matter how long it takes for me to make the money I want to make in this business because I am committed to being all of me, putting all of me into this. I'm not going to play small. I know that nobody's got their life together. I know that I'm enough. I know I don't need any other accolades or degrees or certifications to make me enough. I'm already enough. So anything I add to that is not for the sake of feeling worthy. It is for the desire to give more. Do you get the difference? So anything you add, any conference you go to, any certification you take, it's not for the sake of feeling worthy, it's for the desire to add more, because you're already enough. So at the end of the day, you notice my alarm just went off, the the recovering perfectionist in me is like, re-record this whole episode, hell no, I'm not going to record this whole episode, you know why? Because I'm enough. Because the alarm is meant to go off. Because it's all good. Because I need to get off of this podcast and go do an FB Live in four minutes. I'm enough. And guess what? So are you. And guess what? None of us have our life together. So go out there and stop making the excuse why you can't fully show up for your tribe. Because none of us have our life together. We're enough, though. We are more than enough. Go do your thing. And share your thing. And be your thing. All right, everybody. I will talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.